The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We bring on... The Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor, and uh, she exposes what goes on in government with regards to education like nobody's business, like nobody else you will ever hear. In fact, uh, I'm going to let her tell you, I think she was a little excited this week that Michelle Malkin picked up some of her work and put it out as well. And uh, Lynn is gaining more and more notoriety throughout the country because she's so diligent in her work. And uh, people need to be woken up as to what's going on in this country, and yet people continue to promote the Q PSYOP and Trump and where we go when we go all. Well, we're going somewhere, folks. We're all going to go there. I don't think you're going to like where it's going to take us, but we're all going there. In any case, if you'd like to join us online, sonsoflibertyradio.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, please head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down on the right. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio right there. And um, then you can also catch that video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, my um, Periscope account, which is Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com. You can catch us there every weekday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturdays 8 a.m. Eastern Time with UK nurse Kate Shimarani. Um, and uh, I'll, we'll have something on Kate in a little bit because I spoke with her briefly yesterday. They were trying to have hearings. We've been telling you about the hearings they've been bringing her before to take away her registration as a registered nurse. Yesterday, they were trying to have the hearing, or they were going ahead with the hearing, even though she couldn't be there. This is how crooked those people are over there to shut her up. Don't forget, beforeitsnews.com, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Bradley's there Monday through Saturday. And then dlive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life. Sons of Liberty, Sons of Liberty Media is where you can check us out. And then you guys watching my video, if you want to call in, you got a question, or and I think we have everything fixed the other day. Somehow my system switched off so I couldn't hear Brian when he called in. The number's there in the bottom right part of your screen. You guys listening by Red State Talk Radio, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Would love to hear from you guys. And by the way, before I bring Lynn on, let me just say this. I got word, because I don't keep up with finances or anything like that from Sons of Liberty, but many of you listening to the show 
have been very kind in supporting us. I know some of you have a difficult time with that. Um, maybe you've been out of work or whatever the case may be. Let me just say thank you. Um, we can't do what we do without your support. We just can't do it, whether it's prayers or whether it's financial or whatever the case, or sharing. I mean, you guys, if, if you knew how much we are attacked on social media, seriously, and censored, um, it, it's just incredible. So without you guys sharing, without you coming in the chat room, without you donating and things of that nature, um, you know, we don't get the job done. All, all of us work together in this. And so I just want to say thank you very much. And uh, for those of you who, who can support us, we, we appreciate your support. All that information is down in the description, whatever video platform you're on. And if you're, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, you can go to sonslibertymedia.com. There's a donate button, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. And so I hate asking for money. I don't like doing that. So if, you want, if you're able to and you appreciate what, what we bring you here, um, just thank you. We really appreciate you very much. All right, let's get into what we're talking about today. We're going to be discussing the issue, (laughs) the president's latest executive orders. Now, again, executive orders are lawful, but they're lawful only under the executive branch, and they're only lawful if they meet the law, if they're constitutional, okay? They don't apply to you and me. They apply to the executive branch. And unfortunately, President Trump is doing what his predecessors have done, including the usurper Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka. He continues to promote a global education scenario here, a thing to make us a communist workforce. Now, I know he makes it sound good. Look, many of you have seen the, in fact, I told Bradley yesterday, I said, this ad that the president had, I think Facebook, they said Facebook rejected. I'm not sure if they did or not, but I watched it. It's like three and a half minutes. It's a video. It's a very good video. Very inspiring. Okay. Talks about America's history the people who made America, the people that we grew up learning about, um, all of the good things about America is very inspiring. The problem is the actions don't meet that inspiration. And so we're going to be talking about the latest executive orders to promote globalist agenda, not personal freedoms. And here to help me do that is the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. <laughs> and Lynn was a little, she was a little weak this morning. I don't think she got her coffee before she called me this morning, but uh, she's ready to go because <laughs> Lynn, as always, is jam-packed full of information. And I think the people love it when you come on because you don't just say this, that, and the other. You say, here it is in this document, here it is in this document, here's these things. And, uh, and I love that about you. And so, Lynn, I'm going to turn it over to you. Give us what you got this week. Okay, well, I just wanted to say that um, not only do we have our executive branch being a bunch of idiots, you've got your judicial branch, because yesterday the Supreme Court did something very unconstitutional, too, and that is that they um, okayed the use of public funds for private education. And, you know, we've been warning on this show, I've been warning on my blog and on any other um, media outlet that I could, that, you know, that page 17 of the Every Student Succeeds Act, that says all education has to be the same. Well, with that particular Supreme Court decision, it's going to exactly put that up because we're going to see that fascist move of public-private partnerships come in, and now it's going to um, infiltrate the private and homeschooling um, 
arenas as well. So that that we've been talking about that, you know, we didn't need to happen. It happened. And I'm so upset about that. But anyway, so we've got a lot of lunacy going on and unconstitutionality going on in all branches of our government. So um, that's not a good thing. But anyway, well, Lynn, our president Lynn, has... Lynn, let me, yeah. let, me, let me interject something. But it's a conservative sure. majority um, Supreme Court. This should not be happening. Oh, the, everybody says, well, John Roberts, he's kind of a turncoat. Well, he is. But for years before Obamacare... He was upheld as conservative, and the, it was a con, it was a conservative, it was a Republican appointed uh, court that gave us Roe v. Wade, and yeah. So uh, this is this is just ridiculous. By the way, Jennifer's asking, can you give specifics on I guess what you're saying? But but people, I, we got people in the chat chat room. I trust President Trump. Well, look, trust but verify. That was the old quote, right? And I think President Trump has given us enough to know that you cannot trust him. That what he says does not necessarily equal what he means, and we've proven that not only on this show, but in several episodes on a variety of different subjects. And if you haven't been listening to Bradley in the afternoon, I encourage you to do that because Bradley picks up on all this stuff of what is said and what is done. And I point you back to James chapter 2, where James talks about, show me your faith by your works. It's not about what you say, even though we should pay attention to that. It's more about what you do. Now, some things he's been good on and right and constitutional, but there's been a lot of stuff where a globalist agenda with his globalist ties to other people in business and bankers and everything else that we should be aware of because they're detrimental to the United States and to you and to your children. So if you want to get behind a political idol, if that's what you want to do instead of behind the law, then you're going to reap the consequences of that. Lynn, what do you got? Okay, um, as far as for Jennifer, if she and the rest of everyone will go on my blog, that's commoncordiva.com. If you'll look for the late May article called When Lies Rule, I laid out why a Supreme, a Supreme Court decision to support um, education savings accounts was going to be a bad, bad thing for private and homeschool education. So I'll just leave that there because we've got a lot to cover with the particular stuff that the president has just done. So... Um, what's happened is these uh, two orders that were signed on June 26th, okay, the one that's the biggest concern for us, not that the other one isn't, is the workforce-based education order. It's supposed to be somewhere around 13931 as far as the number, but when I was researching for this particular article, it was so new, Tim, it hadn't even gotten a number from the Federal Registry yet, okay? The last one that does have a number is uh, 13930, and that was supposed to be his executive order on beefing up the child welfare system, which could be a whole other show in itself. So he's going after the children, and now he's coming after um, everybody with this workforce-based education. And what it's promoting is it's promoting that we need to go to a skill-based type of education so that we can have skill-based people for jobs for the economy. And this is almost per uh, the um, 
agenda that's been going on for years. That's almost per what the STEM agenda was that we've we've talked about so much, where we had uh, STEM education for STEM people, for STEM jobs, for a STEM nation, for the greater global good. It's almost verbatim that particular kind of mantra, if you will. So yeah, it's it's really a big mess. And then the other one that he signed Lynn, on the twenty sixth had can I, to do with. Can, hang on. Lynn, sure, can, I, can I interject just one question? Because some people hearing this go, sure. Well, Lynn, are you against the economy? Are you against people having jobs? Um, and and that's how it's going to be spun. But you've got a different yeah. understanding. We have a different understanding of what what the basis of this is because it's a Marxist approach to address the ills of society through jobs and through the economy. And everybody ends up ultimately going with the president who Mm -hmm. they think is going to bolster the economy. And so are you against any of that? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm asking you to explain to some people who might say, well, what's her beef? I mean, he's helping get jobs. He's promoting this kind of thing here. What's the problem there? Tell people what the problem is. Okay, well, thank you for asking. Um, the problem is this. We're doing it from a federal and a national level. I'm not against a good economy. I mean, we all need a good, a good economy. But, Absolutely. Jim, it's in the toilet. It's going to take years for this economy to, to get to where it should be. As far as being against jobs, I'm not against jobs. People need to work. God instilled in us um, a way to to be busy and do things because he wanted us to be busy and doing things. But when you don't get to choose what you do, when an assessment or an education aligns you to one specific job, that's not freedom. That's what I'm against. I'm against this controlled mess that has overtaken not just our education but our lives of where we can go, what we can do, where we can work, how we can work, how we're trained to work. That's not the government's job. No, I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. In fact, uh, Matthew made a comment in the chat room. Uh, you know, I was making mention of conservative, and, and the reason I do that, or Republican appointed, is to demonstrate that what we're up against, folks, you keep you keep believing in the Republican, Democrat, right, left paradigm and stuff like that. You're being deceived with that. Our founding fathers warned about a two-party system. Most of you think that's American. It's not. It's not American at all. It is to divide the people. And Matthew makes the point, Trump appointees and conservative-leaning judges are far from Christian, much less conservative. This also includes Trump. We need to consider ourselves Christian and not conservative. I agree, Matt. To be an American is to be Christian. It is to be based in the Bible. For, and for those of you who don't understand, I'm, gonna let, I, I'm not going to interject with you anymore, Leanna, because I know you've got a lot we got to cover here. No, it's, it's fine. Go ahead. But if people don't understand this, they will not get the rest of it. Back in, I think it was 1983, there was a public law that was declared by Congress and signed by President Reagan, the year of the Bible. And it recognized the fact that our laws were based upon the Bible. Now, you need to get that, people who don't think religion plays a part in this. Religion, or your faith, if you will, is eventually externalized in your politics and in your culture. Now, I ask you people, What is evidenced in your culture here in America, in our culture here in America? Is it humanism? Is it communism? Is it socialism? Is it any other form of Marxism? Or is it Christian? What's evidenced now? 
compared to what it used to be explicitly. Well, I can tell you that being evidence now, it's not very Christian. We're, we're departing from our, the living God wickedly. That's what the scripture says. And so this is why we have these shows to expose what's going on where man thinks that he knows best because he, what he's interested in is money. And God, Jesus said himself, he said, you can't serve God and money. So I'm with you, Lynn. We should have an economy. We should have a good economy. But that economy should be based on law. And God himself says he hates unjust weights and measures. What do we do? We print phony monopoly money. We get people into a thing now where you're, you're pointing out and you've been pointing out for months. People are trained like they're just a brick in the wall, the old Pink Floyd song. And they're, you know, expendable because we can always train somebody else to do whatever your job is. And those people are trained to do that job. That's what the transition is going on, folks, with your children. If you don't get them out of the public education system, this is where it's going. It's not just about transgender and LGBTQ and what bathroom you use. It is about conditioning you and your children to accept this and to fall in line with the communist workforce. That is exactly what is going on. Lynn? Well, as we have pointed out, and as the Supreme Court just, you know, opened up Pandora's box for this, it's, you know, it's not just public education. We've got to divorce that mindset from what's going on. It's not just for public school kids. This is meant for every kid. It's meant for every adult because you cannot have a communist-style workforce if you don't have the entire country aligned and that's what all this is about so we need to understand that it is not just for public school kids every student succeeds act was not designed for k-12 public education when the government uses words like every and all they exactly precisely mean everyone and all people that's why you had a Higher Education Act that was embedded in the Every Student Succeeds Act. That's why you had the STEM uh, embedded in the Every Student Succeeds Act. That's why you have um, every law that connected from the um, Elementary and Secondary Education Act to the Higher Education Act and everything that connects with them embedded in that particular law because they knew the, the agenda that was being planned had to have cradle-to-grave alignment. Now, that is something that this particular workforce is going to continue to beef up because what it does is it extends that national level of the workforce council that Trump put into being in 2018 through another executive order. So anything that goes with that national workforce, which we need to point out, Ivanka Trump is one of the head cheerleaders for that particular council, and we see what she's been doing with uh, touting workforce and skill-based education for everyone. You know, this is what we're seeing happen. You don't need a national workforce because that just screams, even the name just screams that we, <clears throat> excuse me, that we are having federal control run amok. No, that's exactly right. I, I agree. And uh, I'm telling you, we've got the Q. The Q lemmings are out this morning. I, I just, I, it's amazing to me. I've never seen them like this before in the chat room. And uh, we've got Stephen asking, look, it's a, it's a fair question. What choice do you have? Joe Biden, 
One could say you may be stupid with your pre-election anti-Trump agenda. Well, one could say you're stupid for following a man who's going anti-constitutionalist. One may even question your motives, just saying, well, here's the, here's the motive, Stephen. We have always been at the Sons of Liberty. Our basis is the Bible and the Constitution. And when men violate either one of those, we call them out. What about you? Or are you caught up in that two-party system of division where both of them are taking you to the cleaners and they're going to take your kids to the cleaners? What about you? If you're listening, Stephen, you would know that. How? How are they doing that? Lynn, tell them how they're doing that. Tell him how they're taking his kids to the cleaners and him. <laughs> I'm going to. Well, look, they I mean, are I can, absolutely I can do it. Con- they're absolutely controlling what you learn. And it's not about the ABCs, the birds and the bees. It's not about any of those classical education items that increase your knowledge and give you the skills to think on your own. No, this is manipulating your social and emotional learning, your values, your attitudes, your beliefs. I mean, if you wonder why the country's in some of the mess it's in, it's because we've had kids who have had nothing but 12 years of indoctrination. And the indoctrination is simply that it's not American to be American. You have to be a global citizen. It's taking the sustainable development goals that were the change agent and putting them into, quote-unquote, education. That's not just in education. It's in every corner of our society. So this is why we're seeing what we're seeing. It's not that it's in education. It is not just the public school's fault. It is the fault of the communities. It is the fault of even us because we have allowed it to go on. And the reason why the Sustainable Development Goals are such the enemy is because that was the reason that STEM was foisted upon America. The United Nations of all entities influenced the national Science Foundation, which is a U.S. taxpayer-funded non-government agency, to come up with an acronym that sounded neat and cool so that they could put in the Sustainable Development Goals so that it would feel like a change from us from within instead of without, because the U.N. was smart enough to know if we come in and we by force take America, nobody will go for it. But if we infiltrate through education as the number one change agent, we can, by George, get it done, and that they have. No, I agree. And what people don't understand who are disagreeing, Dee and and Stephen, look, guys, I appreciate your support in being on. Uh, I'm not attacking you. What I'm trying to do is help you understand, and Lynn's trying to help you understand this. When Khrushchev said that we will defeat America without firing a shot, I think this is exactly what he was talking about. Because for I've said it before, I'll say it again, Lynn. For for everybody, mm-hmm. education is a big. Oh, you know, there, this is not this is not something I'm really interested in, and yet it is the very thing that is capturing your children's minds. Education today is not what it was when I went to school, and even it wasn't what my parents went to school for, and it wasn't what their parents went. We've continually devolved. America is way down the line in education if you look at it um, on, a, on, on a scale that, that spans the earth. You, you, it, is, it is way down the line. To, so to say, well, I'm for them learning skills. Okay, I don't mind kids learning skills. But the fact of the matter is the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 6, it is your job, not the federal government, not the state government, not the local government, to educate your kids and to educate them in the law of God, to to diligently teach them the things 
that God commanded. They're to be in your heart first. Now, if they're not in your heart, you're not going to teach them. Okay? That's just the way it is. And so because we've abandoned that as a people, because I can point back in our history, we used to have one of the highest literacy rates in the world, even in rural areas in America. Why? The primary function of that was the reading of the scriptures at the breakfast table, at the dinner table, and the living it out. It was Deuteronomy 6. That's what it was. There's no... There's no getting away from that, people. You can't deny it. It is fact. It is historical fact. And yet today we say, oh, well, I'm fine with little Johnny or little Susie, as um, uh, Lynn says, going to the public indoctrination center, bowing before the God of the state and learning from the state. And then we wonder, why do they turn out socialists? Why do they turn out communists? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you send them to a status indoctrination center. That's why. And this is what Lynn is getting at. Lynn is pointing out that the UN is driving this agenda and the Trump administration has not departed one bit from this agenda. Not one. In fact, they've stoked the fires of the coals in the train to get that engine burning a little faster. It isn't just Trump. It isn't just his daughter. It's his wife pushing this stuff, too. Lynn's brought this up as well. Lynn, I don't want to hold you up. We got half an hour, and if we have to go over, we'll do that, because uh, I keep interjecting, because I keep seeing this stuff, because I see some people popping in and saying this stuff, and it's like, guys, wh- why are you not seeing this control of you and your children in the issue of education? Is it because you don't want to take responsibility for that? Is it because you want to make excuses why you're not educating your kids? And you say, well, Tim, it's easy for you to say you have a radio show. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Let me just be honest, and I'll turn it over to you, Land, to just go, okay? I make, okay. Very, I, make very little, I make very little money, very little, okay? $50,000, $60,000, and that's down from a year or two ago, okay? I got 10 kids. I got a wife. And yet, we not only are forced to pay property taxes, they hold our, our property hostage to pay for everybody else's education, which is where the bulk of that stuff goes. I showed you guys sometime back our tax receipt, okay? But we have to pay for the books and everything else for our own kids. Now you, and we don't get any tax deductions over that. If you're a school teacher in the, in, in the B system, you get that. We don't get any of that. We do it because it's the right thing to do. It's because it's what God commands us to do. Now, I ask you guys, you continue to support Trump in his globalist agenda, his UN agenda. That's what this is. What are you doing? Are you succumbing to your idolatry or are you standing up and doing something different? What is the case here? What what are you doing? Lynn, I... I'm sorry. I, some of this gets me a little worked up because I see people responding, and it's not that I'm angry with the people. It's I'm frustrated that people don't see what is right in front of their face if they only knew their founding documents and they knew the Bible. They wouldn't be responding this way. They really wouldn't. Okay. Well, let's put it, let's put it this way then, okay? They don't understand, all right? Well, let's see. Let's say that... Um, you know, you go to the grocery store, and the only thing at the grocery store is bread. That's it. You only have bread. You have bread for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for the rest of your life. 
Are you going to be as healthy as you can possibly be? Are you going to be as well-rounded as you could possibly be? Absolutely not, because you're, you're only giving your body one specific thing for the rest of its life. That is what is going on with our society. Again, because, you know, the uh, workforce-based garbage is waiting there for your homeschool kids when they go to early college or they go to um, the community college because the community colleges um, are in this as well. When they go to those apprenticeships, when they go to those after-school clubs that are open to the entire community, I'm telling you, this has permeated our society. So as such, in that example of the grocery store, think about that's what, you know, the library's been replaced with. It's a grocery store that's full of nothing but bread. Or the museum, and it's a grocery store that's full of nothing but bread. Um, your after-school programs, I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that permeating. It's that obtrusive. It's that um, aligning because there were mandates that were set about that if your communities were not aligned to all this BS that we're seeing, and this is in the Every Student Succeeds Act, then your your community was going to be graded and assessed on how well they were preparing students to be, quote, unquote, career ready. What does that tell you? If you cannot see the writing on the wall, it didn't say that the whole community was going to see how well you could read or write or even think your way out of a paper bag. No, it was to be career ready. And since when is it the community's job to do that? Well, it is. It isn't the community job, and I, th I think this is the thing. This is the thing. Even Dee is responding that she said, "Well, she's raised children. Um, it, it's our job to push children." I agree, Dee. It is. But what are you pushing them in? She said, "All my children are productive." Okay. Some serve and still serve. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know if that's a military thing or they're they're working in the community. She said, "This isn't UN. Trump changed Common Core." <laughs> now. I gotta Boy, laugh. I gotta I'm laugh. Sorry. I almost said a bad word. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> I laugh. Bad word. I, I know you're gonna have fun with that. Uh, I gotta, I gotta laugh, oh. uh, D, because that is far from the truth. They change the name and they keep pushing the same junk. Let, let me, let me put it in the vernacular. They keep pushing the same crap. Sure. That's what it is. It's dung. It's what Paul said in in the the New Testament. They keep pushing the same stuff. Now, if you were a a mom or a dad who were behind your kids and you were watching what they did and you corrected that, that's one thing, okay? That's one thing. And you diverted them from the indoctrination they're in, although you should just get them out of the indoctrination to be easier on you and on your kids. But the fact of the matter is nothing has been changed. That's still being promoted. You've been told Common Core is a thing of the past. No, it's not. It continues to be pushed, and Lynn has pointed that out through the documentation of the law, well, pretended law, bills that have been passed, executive orders, and all of the other stuff in order to show that you're being deceived. That's the issue. You're being deceived. And so the point of the show is to point you in the direction of correction, not, you know, take your head off kind of thing. It's it's the issue of pointing to correction. So, Lynn, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of documents. I've been interrupting you. I apologize for that. Um, and I hope people no, understand. I hope people understand because I'm, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to deal with some people in the chat room who are bringing these things up. And here's the thing. 
what can you show people the the documentation? We've got a ton of it. I've got a bunch of these tabs open here of stuff that you've got. What are some of the things that you can point to to show them what we're talking about? Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm going to need a minute on that one. Oh, let me just say, as far as thinking that Trump has done anything uh, to to back up his promises from the campaign uh, from 2016, as far as education goes, honey, we're still waiting. It's not happened. It won't happen. It's not going to happen if he gets reelected because he's left it in the dust. Betsy DeVos lied through her blasted teeth when she said Common Core is dead. Senator Lamar Alexander, when he said that we gave education back to the states through the Every Student Succeeds Act, lied. When he said Common Core was dead as well. Common Core is now college career readiness. Whatever state you live in, if you have a race to the top application, and yeah, that money's still being used, uh, to promote all this, go back and look at that application because if it's like North Carolina's, what you're going to see is you're going to see under the Common Core, you're going to see college and career readiness or essential skills, something like that, because they knew even then, Tim, that this was what was going to happen. This is not something that just was dreamed up. This is not something that just went away. It can't go away because it's too ingrained in our system. Yeah, we can certainly fight against it. We can do all that we can to to slow it down. But, no, we're not going to change it unless we go and we fire the entire Congress, President, Supreme Court, and anybody else that's, that's helping hold this stuff up. And that's the problem. We don't hold our government accountable. So, no, none of it's dead. It's alive, it's well, and it's growing. And it's taking over everything because money is more important than your freedom. Money is more important than what your children do. And if they're productive, that's that's great, fun, and wonderful. But what are they productive with? Are they productive for their own choosing and their own good and their betterment? Or are they productive in a governmental way for the government or the economy? That's the question. Now, as far as what we've got, H.R. 2, it's Invest in America it just was trotted out two days ago, and it stands for Investing in a New Vision for the Environment and Surface Transportation in America Act. It's over a 1,000 pages long. It wants to seek $130 billion to either go in and reorganize every school or school-related entity in America or rebuild it to be COVID-safe which includes new HVAC systems and COVID tracking devices and uh, alarms. Does that sound like that's really going to be something that betters your children? No, it's going to continue to conform them and everyone who is in that building. So even if you're not a student. And when it says school-related entities, what do you think that means? It means in your community. My stars in heaven, you people. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, I, look, I try to be patient with people because everybody is at, you know, as I say in uh, within the Christian faith, everybody's at a different point of sanctification. So we have to, the Bible tells us that we're to be patient with one another. We're to be long-suffering with one another. And so there are things that frustrate us. I get it. Uh, you'll see me get frustrated sometimes. And that's because I'm a man, okay? I'm, I have a sinful nature. Thank God. He has delivered me from this body of death, as, as Paul says, but I still fight against my flesh. I'm a sinful guy, okay? I'm just going to tell you. 
And as part of that, I want people like you do, Lynn. I want them to see the truth. I want to hold the truth up in front of them and just keep it in front of their face as much as we can to drive them to Christ, to obey Christ. That isn't just put your faith in Jesus and have, you know, a hellfire insurance thing. It is to live for him. And that means in every aspect of life, that means even calling out a corrupt government because they are the ministers of God. And so therefore they're subject to the creator himself, as our founding father said, uh, the one who gave us our rights, you people who are claimed to be atheists, which you're not, Romans 1 tells us that you know there's a God, you just choose not to honor him as God. You people who who can even see light in that, who claim to be atheists, you can see certain light. It's because you're made in the image of God. You see certain things. But without the acknowledgement of the creator, Yahweh, the God, who sent his son, Yeshua, Jesus, Jesus, However you, however you want to say that, the understanding is is very clear. If you're borrowing from a Christian worldview to try to hold up your own, and what we're trying to do is is point you to the fact that the world system, even the, the I don't even want to say American system, it's what we have going on. It's not American because American should be Christian. The system that we see being held up, not only in America, but across the globe, is the system that is anti-God, that is anti-Christian, that is anti-American. Uh, somebody mentioned that uh, Donald Trump is—why would Donald Trump be pushing a U.N. agenda when he's trying to get us out of the U.N.? He's not getting us out of the U.N. That's the problem. He's a double talker. It's, he's a double-speak idiot. It's a, it's a silver-tongued devil is what it is. And um, so anyway, yeah. all right, so you've got a lot of stuff here. That we've got now. We're going to have a lot of stuff in the archives for people uh, due to your homework that you've done, and you encourage them to go look at it, not to just sit here and argue back and forth with me and you in the chat room. You've got a lot of stuff now. We've covered the executive order. Um, in fact, you said mm-hmm. there there are two of them. We talked about the federal registry, where this this other one isn't even in there, and you've got all kinds of visual aids here that I've got that you've sent me and that I'm going to have up in the archives. But there's 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 a number of other documents that you can point to, to where this is going through. So it's not just Lynn saying this. It's not just Tim Brown saying this. This is, this is records that you people can check, you people who keep thinking that Trump is your savior. He's the knight on the white horse. He continues in this area of education to advance the same globalist agenda as the usurper Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka. He continues to do that. Lynn? Okay. Um, H.R. 2, like I said, was just introduced. It has 129 co-sponsors, Tim, and three main sponsors. It's going to give us supposedly COVID-safe buildings, COVID-safe travel routes, COVID-safe properties, and infrastructure. So it's going to seek to go in and change everything. So, you know, that's not a really good thing. Wraparound services, you'll find that on page 358. Skill-based education, 437. Um, a new pilot program called the Paratransit, which uses IDEA funds, grants for the states. Okay? That's on page 546. And that's going to give you COVID-safe school routes, I kid you not. All right? Page 547, you're going to see, uh, gives you the budgets. 
and who gets these particular new pilot grants. On pages 602 and 603, career tech education, because that's all the education that we ever need, according to Virginia Fox, who is a big supporter of that executive order for skill-based labor that Trump just signed. On 635, we have collective bargaining. Oh, boy, isn't that fun. All right. Um, we have a new initiative called Everyday Counts Initiative, which is going to breed more innovation, which means STEM, for public outlets and public investments. Okay, so anytime the government tells us they're investing, no, they're not. They're controlling. All right, driver's ed, page 708. So all you who have kids who are going through driver's ed, and homeschoolers even have to go through driver's ed, it's going to totally rethink driver's ed to be greener and safer. All right? You also are going to have, um, oh, goodness, implicit bias training on page 711, all right? This is where the Higher Education Act is attacked through this, all right? Because you cannot have anyone who thinks differently. You have to have everyone think the same thing about tolerance and acceptance. So that's going to be woven into an infrastructure bill, Tim, on page 757. All right, we're promoting women as truckers. Not saying they shouldn't be truckers, but it's the fact that they're going to bring about another National Workforce Council for women. All right, so we need to watch that one. All right, on page 786 is where all the money that all this is supposed to um, to be used at, and that's $130 billion, Tim. So it's going to factor in your STEM, your career tech education, your higher education. It's going to factor in research and development for everything that's green. So this is not really about education. This is about our communities. This is, but it also encompasses education. Why in the world is education in an infrastructure bill? Because it has to be. Because in this particular type of system that aligns everything from cradle to grave, you have to have your communities aligned as well. So that's a train wreck of a bill right there. But, yeah, that's on the table, and it's being promoted as a good thing. Right. I, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot of feedback in the in the chat room. And by the way, guys, uh, when I'm responding to you, Luke and Dee and, and others, I, I'm not doing it in a mean spirit at all. I'm just trying to show you when you get caught in this Democrat-Republican thing, um, it's amazing to me. Uh, Luke said, we have been pulled out of the U.N. Can't you look at 2017? Okay, then why are we spending money on the U.N.? Why, why, is, money, why is your tax dollars going to the U.N.? Why do we continue to house them on our U.S. soil? Why are we doing the things that we're doing with that? Um, why do we continue to send an ambassador to something that we're pulled out of? I want you to stop and think about that. Yes, Luke, wrestling. Do you not watch wrestling? This is the perfect scenario. Um, let me give this, and I'll, I'll let you continue, uh, Lynn. Bradley uh, picked up on my WWE comment. He loves that. He did a whole video on wrestling for politics because that's what I call it. I, I call it DC, WWE. You can call it Royal Rumble or SmackDown or whatever the thing is they have now. When you see these people on TV, they're mortal enemies. And then when you get pictures behind the scene, they're best of buddies, smiling, hugging each other, kissy-kissy, eating lunch together at your expense, and all of this other stuff. And so what you have is, and I can tell you firsthand, as a guy who used to be in the party scene over in Charlotte, North Carolina, across the line here, 
when I used to go over to the clubs in Charlotte, I used to see the wrestlers, uh, Rock and Roll Express, Kid Vicious. I, I can't even think of some of these guys' names. Dusty Rhodes' son. I don't even remember what his name was. Um, I used to see these guys. And I would see mortal enemies on TV under wrestling. And when they came into the club, they were best of buddies, drinking beers together, hugging each other, you know, partying together, all this kind of stuff. And this is what happens in D.C. You'll hear what you hear, but then you watch what you watch. And I'll say, I'll say to those who are, who are talking about, well, this is Nancy Pelosi or this is the Democrats. Okay, who's the guy that signs the bill? Well, that's the president. Well, he's politically this. Well, he's not elected to be political. He is elected to uphold the law, Article 2, Section 3 of our Constitution. And so if you want to justify that and point the finger at the Democrats while the guy you're idolizing is sitting there holding up the very thing that they are doing, you're just as guilty of what they're doing because you're supporting it instead of upholding the law. See, at this show... Unlike other shows that claim they're conservative, constitutionalist, Christian, we actually go to the law and say, you know what? doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, whether you're the president or whether you're uh, a congressman. We uphold the law. And the law says you have no authority in the area of education. Zero. Zip. Nada. Ninth Amendment. Tenth Amendment. Read it. Learn it. Live it. And if you don't do that... You are upholding the very tyranny you're complaining against. You are part of the problem. It's not the Democrats. The Democrats have their mask off. We know what they are. They're anti-American, for the, <laughs> in, in D.C. at least. They're anti-American. They're anti-Christian. They hate the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yet, the good guys, the quote-unquote good guys, the Republicans, you can find scarce amount of those guys in D.C. who will actually stick to their principles and uphold the foundations that we have, uphold the law. And you know what happens when they do uphold the law? Thomas Massey. Let me give you an example. Our Constitution, let me jump, jump in here. And, Lynn, it looks like we're going to go long because I've just been interrupting you, and I apologize for that. Thomas Massey, after this COVID stimulus, the stuff that you're talking about, the COVID stuff, um, where uh, you know they're promoting this this propaganda. I'm not saying there's not a coronavirus, but COVID, they didn't separate anything. They took somebody's lung fluid and they did, look. Watch my interview with Andrew uh, Kaufman. He went through the documentation. He said they didn't follow anything that they should have followed in presenting this. Thomas Massey. Vote it. Do you know the, the, the stimulus bill? Some of you may not remember, but I, I talked on this before. The stimulus bill where you got your $1,200 checks, okay, where you were ripped off trillions of dollars, America. You were ripped off, signed by the president of the United States, pushed by both houses of Congress, okay, and you were ripped off trillions of dollars, up to $6.2 trillion, plus the one point whatever it was trillion that was dumped on Wall Street, unconstitutional. All of it is unconstitutional. Okay? You got a lousy $1,200 check. Thomas Massey supported that bill back in, two, in January of 2019, a full year or more than a year before it was signed into law. And why did he do that? Because it was a change to the IRS tax code. I did a whole show on this. And it stopped in like July of 2019. Nothing was done. And then in March, it came in with all of this money for COVID stuff. Okay? 
Thomas Massey came out and said, wait a minute, guys, this is not what I supported in that bill. And I want everybody to put their name on this. Now, why did he do that? Most of you don't have a clue as to why Thomas Massey did that. But I'm going to tell you, okay, the American Constitution. It says in Article 1, Section 7, But in all such cases, the votes of both houses shall be determined by yeas and nays, and the names of the persons voting for and against the bill shall be entered on the journal of each house respectively. What did Thomas Massey do? He said, I don't want this silent, you know, vote thing where nobody knows who voted against or before it or for it. I want to know who voted for it. Put your name on the line. Why? Because it's constitutional. And what did President Donald Trump come out and do? He blasted Thomas Massey. How dare you, you little grandstander, as though Trump is not a grandstander. He is the biggest grandstander in American history, even ahead of Barack Hussein Obama, Satoshi Sabarka. And yet Thomas Massey was just simply trying to enforce what the Constitution said. And Donald Trump said he ought to be out of the Republican Party. Now, folks, if you continue to support a man like that who took his mask off right there in that instance, if you, I don't know how to help you. I really don't know how to help you. You have been indoctrinated in the two-party system and the left-right paradigm and the Democrat-Republican thing. And look, I get it. I get the platform is there. The problem is the execution of that platform, because if it was, we wouldn't even have a Democrat party. We've done destroyed that, and we would have been pushing towards a more biblical, sound kind of society under the law. But the guys on the right, for the most part, Thomas Massey's one of the exceptions, won't uphold the law. They just won't uphold the law. So when you come at me with all kinds of things, good, I'm glad your kids turned out okay and this, that, and the other. But the fact of the matter is, here's where we're at. Um, get on a little rant there. Lynn is supposed to be my co-host today. I'm, I'm taking over for her. And I apologize for that, Lynn. I, some of this, in, it just fuels within me something that says, why are we not at whole, uh, adhering to the law Rather than sitting here, we're making an idol out of a man because we think, oh, this guy's going to save us. No, he's not. He's in on it. And I've done the show on how he is indebted to the bankers, how he's indebted to George Soros. And whether you believe it or not, the facts are there. I've already put out articles on that kind of stuff. He is indebted to them. $312 million to George Soros that was forgiven for his building. I think it was up in Chicago. And then... We, we have his bankers, which are billions of dollars beyond what he owns as far as assets. And I played you where the bankers themselves said, Donald Trump is not a CEO. He's a promoter. That's why we, we thought he was worth more alive than dead. That's why they have him out there. And until you people wake up from that, it's not lies. Until you wake up from that, you're going to continue to be played like a fiddle. And, you know, it's sad because I think a lot of people underlying have good intentions, but they succumb to the deception. Now, why that is? Political pressure, their friends pressure, you don't want to cause a ripple or whatever. Look, on this show, what do you start out? Guys, you in the chat room, what are you? You're boat rockers, right? You rock the boat. 
Why? Because you stand on the law and the gospel, the law and the prophets, the law and the constitution. This is what you stand on. That's why you tune into the Sons of Liberty. It's not because you follow a political idol. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. And of course, some people tune in late. I get it. But this is what we point people to. You want to be a free people? Go back to the law and start dealing with those who are lawless, who are representing you. You start doing that, and then we'll, we'll start talking. Lynn, sorry. <laughs> My rant today. No, don't. No, no, it's fine. And as far as, you know, the show, it's going the way it needs to go. All right. So don't even apologize. Um, I just don't understand why there's so much Trump worship when there shouldn't be. Um, you know, and as far as to say, oh, well, you want Biden. No, I don't want either of them. And you shouldn't either because, you know, you've got other people who are more than qualified who just aren't as famous. So, you know, there's that. Um, no, I was trying to find, when you were talking about that, I was trying to find, okay, my article ping where it, that was uh, published on the 26th. For those who think we're out of the UN, I want you to go back and look at that one because that one shows you exactly that we're not. Um, if you think that we're out of the UN, then answer me this. Why is our U.S. national security plan riddled with UN directives? And that's under Trump. That's not under Biden. That's not under uh, Obama. That's under Trump. So do not tell me that we are out of anything because, no, we're not. We're still, we still have U.N. World Heritage Sites here in America. We have UNESCO. I'm telling you, this stuff is too embedded to just be gone. So anybody who tells you it's gone is just lying to you. Oh, oh my goodness. Now, before we run out of time, well, no, let's, I want to bring up Lynn. Let's just let's well, just ahead. let's just hang on because I've interrupted okay. a bunch and which is unlike me to do when you're on the air. I'll I'll interject. But um a lot of this has got me because we have interaction and I'm glad for that. You and I wanted interaction. We wanted people to call yep. in. Uh D, you're welcome to call in. 215 top talk. Well, actually, you can't call in because I'm going to have to cut off the phone lines for the next show that's coming on. But I appreciate your input, D. I really do. And um, the other guy who was in there, I forget, Lee, I think was his name, uh, who interjected. I'm glad that you guys are interjecting. I don't mind doing that. I don't mind even bringing you on the air. Everybody will tell you I'll be fair with you. I'll be cordial with you um, unless you try to talk over me where we can't have a dialogue with one another and with Lynn. In fact, Lynn and I started, when we started this, What when did we start this? Like, March or April of last year, and our desire was that people would call in and they would say, okay, well, how does this work with this? Or I have questions about this or that and the other. Our desire was that people would be involved, that they would interact with us, and we would just simply go to the documentation and show them why it is they're being deceived and why they why it is they should repent. Now, we're coming against the show. Lynn, I know you're one who you're like me. You're you're willing to go over the hour, and that's fine. So you guys listening by Red State Talk Radio, join us on YouTube. Join us on Facebook. Join us on Periscope, Setting Brush Fires, my Twitter account, or whatever the other thing is that we have, uh, it's the video portion of the show. We're going to continue this on the other side. So you guys join us there because there's a lot of information here that Lynn has. And uh, in 23 hours, we'll be back with you on the other side on the radio. See ya.
Okay. All right. We're back on the other side. And yes, part of this problem of running out of time was me running my mouth. Okay. Um, and, uh, I, I don't apologize for what I said, but I do I do apologize for interrupting here because Lynn, you give me a lot of stuff. I got like what fifteen tabs open here. And by the way, the the <laughs> bill I, I do I do. And then you have homework for the people. This bill that we're talking about. <laughs> let me let me let me let people in on this because I noticed this this bill that you were referencing. Um, what is it? Um, let me scroll to the top. HR two. HR two. Yeah, it's the yeah. you guys. <clears throat> I want you to pay attention to something because all we have now is the video audience. I want you to pay attention. A thousand and fifty-six pages in a PDF. Our Constitution is like I think twenty-six pages. This bill is a thousand and fifty-six pages. You know, somebody in our history had said, "If you want to obey God's Ten Commandments." you're going to be subjective to man's 10,000 commandments. This is what you're being subjected to. This is what you're subjecting your children to. And I'm telling you right now, if you think for one minute that any politician, single politician, is going to save you from this while you continue to idolatry I don't even know what the word is. You make them an idol to save you as though they're a God and they have some kind of special powers. You are sadly mistaken. And you're in need of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. You are in need of that. And I I, I mean, I don't know any other way to plead because I see what's coming. Lynn, I'm going to let you go through all this stuff, but let me give this appeal to the people. I see what's coming. You can bet your bottom dollar that by the time the elections happen, things are going to be far worse here in America than you can ever imagine. And most of you are watching it on TV. You're watching it on TV and you think, this doesn't apply to me. This this isn't happening around me. Look, I don't see it around me in South Carolina. But I'm telling you right now, You're going to see it. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a son of a prophet. I'm just telling you what I see going on. Why? Because the law is not being upheld. You're not seeing justice. You people following Q, you keep following that stuff, even though there's no evidence of any results. I know people have said, you know, children are being rescued and this, that, and the other. Okay. Are you telling me that 2,000 kids coming out of underground and stuff like that that would that no alternative media, no person would have been recording that. No nurse would have been coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, they're bringing them in the house." There are about a thousand. No, the hospitals are empty, folks. You people who keep believing that nonsense, it is propaganda. You're eating it hook, line, and sinker. Pay attention to what the law is, and then pay attention to what they do, not what they say, what they do. Pay attention to that. That's what you have to pay attention to. That's how you can tell. And if you go to the Word of God, the Word of God says, a people who is rebellious, Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, I'm going to keep bringing judgment and judgment and judgment. You people who are mad about foreigners coming in and taking over in America, guess what? That's part of God's judgment. It's part of His judgment. 
And the, the, the command to you is the same it is to me. Repent. Repent of your sin. Why will you go after the things that God has said not to go after? Why will you do that to yourself and to your children? You're going to experience, you're going to experience the damage that comes from that because you want to believe in man more than you want to believe in God, more than you want to obey him. That is the issue. More than you want to obey him. Um, gosh, I, I, Lynn, <laughs> you got a lot of stuff here. Let's take 15 or 20 minutes that we're over the show here. Give people sort of the rundown of some of the stuff that you have because I've got all kinds of stuff open here and you've got visuals. And again, I've interrupted time and time again because I see this problem of what's being promulgated. I see the responses in the chat room and I I believe there's an obligation that I have. Not I feel because I'm not a touchy-feely guy. I believe I have an obligation to respond to that because I think people see certain things and they think, well, you can't refute this because I've experienced this. Well, experience is not necessarily a determination of truth. Because a lot of people experience all kinds of things. We have an objective truth, which is the Word of God, that examines whether or not your experience is true. It's not whether it's real or not. I'm not discounting that. The examination is whether it's true or not. Um, What are some of the things that you can give people as far as what you're saying? Because you've got a lot of uh, visual aids. I can pull those up. And, And also documentation, Lynn. Okay, well, why don't we, um, why don't, oh goodness, I'm just trying to think where would be a good place to start with that. Okay, why don't we show Virginia Fox's um, lovely quote about education, okay? Should see the fox and the hen house. Yep, I got that. Okay, that was a quote by North Carolina's uh, representative, Virginia Fox. This is how she views all education, all right? Compare that to Betsy DeVos, that all education is public education, which includes private parochial, homeschool, hybrid school, charter school, all those supposed choices. So what are we seeing from government? We're seeing that education has been labeled either skill-based or uh, belonging to the people. Well, no, that's not, that's not choice. That's, again, one way to go. Um, we're seeing this happen um, in all kinds of ways. You've got, you know, dual enrollment, concurrent enrollment. You've got early college. You've got college promise. You've got, you know, career schools that are built just for nothing but workforce-based training. I mean, I've got one here in my county, a high school that was built that is accessible to everyone in the community to go, and it's called a career tech high school. This should be something that tells you this is not just for public school kids, all right? It it just really isn't, and we could say that all day. But I want to go back to HR2 for just a moment because uh, Representative Bobby Scott, I believe it was, he's the head chair of the Democrat House Committee called Education and Labor, um, when I was doing research for this particular article, there was, and I provided the link for everyone. It's a press release, and that's above um, 
Virginia's picture, if you will, the press release you need to go to because I want you to listen to his opening remarks. In those opening remarks, everyone, he does tell you the federal government has become way too dependent on its need for our property tax money to fund education. All right, let's, that let's, right there was as good as a as a, a, a testimony. Okay? Let's, let's go to that video now. He goes about, uh, gosh, he goes an hour or so. Um, but yeah. let's mm-hmm. let's uh, let's give an opening here. Uh, reopening and rebuilding America's schools, and uh, let's yeah. let him let's let him jump Any on. Member here. who wishes to share a relevant statement, article, letter, or other item may do so via the personal office. Communication. This guy network. sounds like a foreigner. Members must keep microphones muted unless oh, that's you are not, speaking. That's not Scott. Which time you will need to turn your Which guy are we picking up here? Okay, he's the one who's setting the whole meeting up because this is one of those virtual meetings. Okay. Representative Scott is going to be after him. He's um, an African-American gentleman, and he's going to be after him. And that's the one who says, you know, hey, we've become way too dependent on uh, property tax because that $130 billion to rebuild America so it can be COVID safe, it's it's going to be your property tax, people. Okay, now, um, okay, um, let me move up here because I'm trying to find, is he the guy in the hat? There's a guy, I don't no, that's, remember. A, that's a lady. I, just, I don't even, I don't even see, I, would, I don't even see Scott in here uh, as a black man. I, I mean, I just, I don't even see him. In, there's a lot of ladies who are talking in this, okay. but what we're going to do is we're going to have, um, we'll have the link up there so people can go through it if they want to see yeah. it as to what, as to what's yeah. going on. Um, and I'm not right. surprised now. I mean, we have Representative uh, Taleb from uh, Michigan who claims that she's now African-American. And I, I, you know what? I'm so sick of the hyphens. Okay. I'm just sick of it. I know my heritage is Scottish. I could say I'm Scottish-American. I'm an American. I was born here. I'm not an immigrant, despite what Obama and others say that we're a nation of immigrants. No, we're not. I was born here. Some of you were born here. And this idea that we're separating ourselves out with hyphens and stuff, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. But this is about an hour-long video that people can check out. We're going to have it on the archives at sonsoflibertymedia.com today. You'll be able to go through the show, the podcast, and everything else, and all of this information that uh, Lynn is presenting. So what did this guy say in this, uh, uh, that you're you're alleging here that he said, um, in this this video, this press release, what did they say? Oh, um, just the fact that the gov- the federal government has gotten way too dependent on our property taxes to fund education, and to me, that is just as good as a test as a sworn testimony because he's letting you know right then that they even know that they're not supposed to be doing it, but they're doing it anyway. So if ever there was a way that we could say, okay, where's their Achilles heel, that's it. It's their dependency on our property tax. And don't think that, you know, 
you're not paying for education in some way because the bulk of anybody's property tax is going for education. And this is that slippery slope back into, oh, well, you know, and you brought it up earlier about the fact that you have to, you know, pay for everyone else's education as well as the education of your own children. We had the same thing. And this is the danger about those tax credits and those vouchers and those ed savings accounts because some people think, oh, well, then, you know, I can get reimbursed and I can do what I want uh, to educate Johnny and Susie. Well, no, you can't because with government funds come government strings. And that's why we have over half the United States already having in place child neglect or child abuse uh, laws when it comes to education. It's called education neglect or education abuse. And with those government strings, that gives the government the foot in the door to your house, literally. And if you're not educating the way that the government sees fit, you can be fined, in prison, or have your children taken away, and it's already happening. We're seeing children being taken away in the name of COVID, too. So it's, it's, they're after your kids, and you are not safe, even if you homeschool. You really aren't, and it doesn't matter what race you are, because one of the things that the, the Department of Education has done that I've included in this particular article, and if you'll go there, Tim, it's the um, Promised Neighborhoods for the um, Native Americans. I have that. I sent you that link. We have until the 29th of, of July, okay, 28 days from today, to submit comments of supporting Promised neighborhoods for Native American tribes or opposing them. Now, here's why we need to be opposed. First of all, promised neighborhoods were an Obama initiative that was never supposed to last, but it got thrown in to the Every Student Succeeds Act on purpose, and the promised neighborhoods do nothing but align your entire neighborhood to be a cookie-cutter neighborhood full of wraparound services that include mental health and family support and parenting classes and health care at your school because your school is not supposed to be a school. It's supposed to be a hub of wraparound services because for some reason or another, the government has deemed it that we have to have government nanny state-itis from the time we're born till the time we die. And this is another Marxist fascist kind of garbage that is being foisted upon us. So now we're going to go do it to the Native American tribes because, after all, we've treated them so well throughout the years. And I'm being totally sarcastic. No, I agree. And I show these, I show these things to the people. There continues to be uh, Luke continues to say, oh, we suspended all funding to the U.N. No, we did not, Luke. We didn't suspend all funding to the U.N. We cut off certain funding and it was very minimal because i reported on it so if you've got something that i don't have which you don't because this is why we continue to send an ambassador you don't send an ambassador to something to that you're not a part of you don't continue to send money to something you're not a part of you don't continue to send to allow an anti-american anti-christian establishment to exist on american soil if you're doing what you said there, and I'm simply telling you, Luke, wake up and smell the coffee, dude. Wake up and smell what they're shoveling to you, whatever you're reading there, because, dude, you don't have any documentation to demonstrate what you're saying that, except maybe some off-brand conservative outlet who's going to write something to you, but they have no documentation of it at all. 
In fact, if you look at the documentation, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. There were, there were cuts to UNESCO. There were cuts to certain things. Uh, Lynn and I have talked about that, what, several months ago, haven't we, Lynn, where there were, there were certain cuts that the Trump administration made. But as far as getting out of the UN, come on. Come on. That would be those, huge. Those that would be budgets. such huge news. If you think the people are after Donald Trump, they would be, I mean, they would be putting this guy in the guillotine. That's, that's what they'd be doing because the UN is like their, it's like their God for a lot of this stuff to advance this agenda. And if you're going to pull out of that, you're telling me that didn't make, make major news? Come on. Come on. What what are you talking about, man? And yet, this is the very thing, this globalist agenda, this education agenda that is UN-oriented. It was UN-started. This is their agenda. The Trump administration continues to push. This is what Lynn comes on here every Wednesday to show you guys. This is what they're doing. Quit listening to what is being, well, actually, listen to what is said and then see the hypocrisy that comes out. In what they do. Those budget cuts that Trump wanted to make never got approved by Congress. And if you go to congress.gov where you can look at every single congressional bill that is, is there, okay, current uh, session and previous sessions, type in United Nations in the search bar and then tell me how many bills you see that support the United Nations. That's a real good clue that, no, we're, we're not done with the UNESCO or United Nations. We're not done with them at all. But this, I, I want to go back to this promised neighborhoods because this is huge. We, the people, have been given such a short window of opportunity to register our support or dissent. And this is one of the tools that the Department of Education does. They'll, or use, excuse me, they'll trot out some stupid agenda item, they'll throw it on the federal registry, they'll give you scant time to comment, and then when you don't, they, um, whether you do or you don't, then they come back later after the window is closed and go, oh, look at the new, nice, new, neat thing we're going to do. And it's furthering the agenda. You're going to take promised neighborhoods, and it sounds like it might be a good thing, you know, because after all, the Native Americans have been treated horribly by our federal government. But here you have the government who's created the problem, and now they're coming in with their supposed solution. Because after all, they're the only ones qualified to do it. Well, first of all, it was an initiative that never was supposed to be mandated as a law, but it got thrown in with one. And if it's targeting our low-income communities, which, of course, we have a lot of Native American tribes who are very low-income, but giving them government support for what they do with their lives is not a productive thing. It's not a good thing. It's It's not not allowing them to keep their... It's not I know. Thing. It's yeah. not going to allow them to keep their culture. It's not going to allow them to do anything other than to become, one more time, a federal widget in this workforce system. Whoops. No, I couldn't agree more, Lynn. And this is part of the problem, is trying to help people get past the, the, the two-party system, the idolizing of the political jersey, if you will. And uh, the the sports entertainment kind of effect that politics is for people, rather than understanding this impacts my life, it impacts the life of my children, 
And so therefore, we want to expose that. I mean, the Bible calls us, Ephesians 5, to expose the works of darkness. This is a work of darkness. It is, it is outside the purview of government to be involved in education, period. Period. Because here's what government is going to do. They're going to indoctrinate you with whatever they say is history, whatever they say is science, whatever they say is math. I mean, when we talk about Common Core, most people pick up the, the whole uh, 8 plus 3 is 12 kind of thing. That lady who did the video that, that went viral years ago. That's what they do. This is what your government will do. Why? Why are they doing that? Because the people in it are of their father, the devil. They're not of their father, God. They're the, of the devil. And the devil is of confusion. He is a liar and a murderer. He comes to seek, kill, and destroy. And it's, it, it's amazing to me that professed Christians don't see that. That's the that's the part that just I, I it's like I understand the struggle with it, maybe to see certain things because you've been taught certain things, so you have to unlearn something. But profess Christians, come on guys. You profess Christ, you're supposed to be those who hold to the truth. And so therefore you should be looking to the truth. And the standard for looking to the truth is the law itself. The law is not done away with. The God of the Old Testament is not a different God than the New Testament. It's the same God. It's the same law that exists in the Old Testament and the New Testament. That is our standard. And when people depart from that, that's where they start getting off on this thing of where they go into you know, different parties, different ideologies, and all this stuff. And God calls us to be faithful to Him. Um, Lynn, let's close out, let's close out the, the show. What are some things... Maybe there's one or two things that you want to hit. And then we're going to have all of this information, some of it we didn't even get to today. We're going to have it in the archive later today at sonsoflibertymedia.com. What are some things that you want to, you want to end the show with? All right. If you would show, where, show the website where the folks could go and comment on this particular uh, rule change that the Department, wants, uh, Department of Education wants to give for promised neighborhoods. Which one is this? Um, where, which it's, website? It's the Okay, it's um, when you see, oh, goodness gracious. All right, in the article when it says uh, U.S. Federal Registry, it says here comments on the changes to be made are from now to July 29, 2020. Read the information here. Comments can be submitted here. Um, when you see that in the particular article that we're referencing, if you click on the here, that second here, it takes you to the place where you can go and leave a comment and mine is the only one that's up there it's up now this particular window has only been open a couple of days we need more than one person to to chime in on this so um if you can't pull that up right now that's fine it's in the article um let's see here. is this the one on Why the federal register show... is this the one on the federal register yeah. mm-hmm. okay all right so this is what we yeah. were showing mm-hmm. you a little bit ago with propo- uh, proposed priorities requirements definitions and selection Criteria Promise Neighborhoods right. program. So that's, I want to make sure I had the right, right. thing that I was showing people. This, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, we'll have a link up to this in the archives later this morning. Lynn? Right. Why don't you close out with that one picture uh, that has the match in it? Oh. Let me know when you have that up. <laughs> okay. All right. We got it up here. Okay. Notice the irony 
this is coming from a German magazine, okay? And I understand what their point is about the, the current president. But I want you to look at the other presidents who've been just as involved at a slow burn of burning down our nation, okay? It goes all the way. We can go further back than FDR, but we're going to, for education purposes, we're going to start with FDR because with the New Deal and all that work-based stuff that um, – was started because, you know, the whole nation needed to get the economy jump-started again. That's where you can start to see the merging of education and labor that we're seeing come to fruition today, all right? That's exactly what the president, the current president is supporting. But look at all those people who have been involved, and that's with their administrations as well, Okay. And know this, that on the Federal Registry, things that you cannot comment that the government has already enacted, you have FCC changes that have just been made that are going to be done in the name of 5G for massive data mining on everyone, whether you're in education or not. So there's another tracker for education and labor. You have a new faith-based advisory council that is housed in the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. So what is that going to do to education? Think about all the uh, schools that are housed in churches or the faith-based organizations that are connected to education. It's going to over-regulate them. So when Betsy DeVos sat there and said yesterday that the um, religious, discrim that religious discrimination in education was dead, she lied because it's just going to get started and it's going to get worse because the government will now be in charge of who can practice what faith and how they can do it. So if you think your religious freedom is safe under this administration, guess again. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, we have some people who still want to kick against the goads. Um, oh, well. Why are you trying to put me under law where nobody's trying to put you under law? But law exists. I'm sure that you would understand very clearly, Nanette, if somebody wanted to kill you, uh, they wanted to murder you, you'd be happy that the law existed to punish them. If they tried to do that, if they tried to steal again, steal from you, that why? Because that's part of the law. You understand that. The law dealing with people in a society is somewhat different than how God deals with you as an individual. And if you're in Christ, guess what? There's no condemnation. Paul says that. But the fact of the matter, it doesn't do away with the law. In fact, Paul says we establish the law. And when Lynn and I come on here and we talk about education, the issue is the law or constitution says, federal government, you have no business in any of this. How do we know that? The Ninth and Tenth Amendment. We, we know what it says. It says, if we didn't give you authority in this area or over this thing, you don't have any authority. You're usurping that authority. And the ignorant people allow them to do it over and over and over and over again because they become idolaters to the state. You people who say, I'm not going to bow to the beast. I'm not going to take the mark of the beast. I'm, you know, and I've already talked about that. The mark of the beast is something of the past. We can apply it all throughout history, even today. You're the very people who will take it because you're taking it now. You're, you're bowing at the state. You're bowing at the political idol. And the command to you is the same it is to anybody else, including myself, and that is to repent or you're bowing towards anything other than God, the command is to repent. It's very simple. This is a simple message that we have here, and that is hold to the law. The law is the standard by which we judge ourselves. 
and by which God's going to judge us. And so with that said, uh, Lynn, I appreciate your time. I, I really do apologize for interrupting a lot, but I think that, that people will be able to see a lot of what's going on. Donald Trump and his executive orders and his actions concerning education, he is right on track with the U.N. agenda. He's right on track with the globalist agenda. His wife's on it. His daughter's on it. And I don't know how anybody can refute the information that you've been giving over the past month, months, the past year that we've been doing the show. You've been showing he's the one signing the documents. He's the one signing the executive orders. He's the one doing all of this. It isn't Democrats, it's him. Right. Well, that but that picture shows whether you're an R or a D, look at all the ones who've been in on it. So, you know, if people want to sit there and think we're picking on Trump, no, it's all of them. It's every stinking one of them. No, you're exactly right. In fact, uh, one of the things that uh, we have on that is Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush 1, Clinton, Bush 2, and Obama, as well as Trump. This is, this, the cycle has not been broken, despite what people want to think. And if you want to bury your head in the sand, you want to call us lunatics and nut jobs and misinformation, you know, you're welcome to do that. You, you've got your little, little platform there. You can do that. Somebody called us that. And that's fine. Um, the point is, is what's your refutation besides name calling? What is the refutation? There is none. There never is. Why? Because you've showed people the information that they need to know to make actual educated decisions about what they do. Lynn, tell people real quickly uh, where they can find out more about you and how they can follow you on social media and, and other areas like that. Okay, you can find my blog, CommonCoreDiva.com. You'll find thousands and thousands of pages of articles. I've been blogging since 2014. I've been in education research for at least 10 years, so this is not a new thing for me. You can find me on Facebook, Common Core Diva, or U.S. Parent Call to Action. You can find me on Parlor at Common Core Diva. You can find me at Twitter at Common Core Diva. You can find me on MeWe, uh, local activists. Uh, dot org and then usa.life you can also find me on the breaking news journal on roku and i have a common core diva channel there all right and be sure to support her and if you can continue to support the sons of liberty we appreciate you very much as i said at the beginning of the show uh by the way just to answer a question because this is always one that comes up carol who do you suggest we vote for are you saying uh, or suggesting we don't vote well when you're presented with the option of voting for the lesser of two evils Vote neither. But don't put your hat in the ring for any evil. Put your hat in the ring for actual people who believe what you believe. Okay? And by the way, there's over a thousand people running for the presidency. Bradley had this on his article the other day. And you can have, well, they can't win anything. Well, they can if you don't put, put your hat in the ring behind them, if you don't promote them as much as you do the status. So um, the answer is, is this. Quit voting for evil, period. Tell evil, no, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm not going to support you. And start supporting people who actually believe. <laughs> yeah, long-haired miss, I, you know, I'm with you. I, I would I would write him into because <laughs> I think Ron Paul would be a great president. I, he would, boy, you would talk about some major change that would come to this country. Yep, you'd see it. You'd see it. You'd see some people really, you'd see them probably do a JFK on him. And that's how you know 
the difference between the current president who talks a big game and somebody who actually would do it, who actually knows what they're doing. Yep, he's so great for pro-life, David, that um, he's funded Planned Parenthood with his signature more than any other president in history. And they've murdered more babies than any other president in history under him. And that they only do 40 percent. Done a whole article on that from Parent Put, Plan Put, uh, Parent Planhood's own records. They said that about Trump. So you can say what you want about the saying, and I agree, he has done some things that have been quote unquote pro life, no question about it, just addressing some people in the chat room. And, uh, but we're on education here, and the issue is, is look, this guy continues to push the globalist agenda on education. This is attacking you. It's attacking your children. It's attacking your children's children. It's attacking the people in your neighborhood. You need to put a stop to it. There's, I'm not saying vote for Joe Biden. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying don't vote for Joe Biden. But you need to get in line with people who actually agree with the law, who don't have these ties in the way they do. And anyway, um, 23 hours and a half, something like that. (laughs) We'll be back with you. Until then, see you guys. Have a great day. All right, see you.